Welcome everyone. Welcome to Faith Talk Podcast. I'm James. And I'm Sierra. And we are so excited to have you all. Uh, this is episode one. This is episode one and yeah. we are excited. Uh, babe, tell them about Faith Talk. What is Faith Talk? <laughs> well, Faith Talk is a podcast where we discuss everything faith. So we have real talk. About real situations. Using, using real faith. faith. And this is our first uh, episode and we are excited. Something we've been uh, discussing for a little minute. Mm-hmm. And now just to be able to kick off, to get the dream started, to get right. the vision started. It's so exciting. It is. We're a young adult couple. Right. um, Just desiring to help people, uh, not only um, our age, but those who, just in general, who want to be encouraged, who want to be helped. And so we are, you know, looking forward to encouraging y'all. Just a little bit about ourselves. We are engaged. Right. Looking to get married next year. Yes, July July 20th. 20th, We do this up. Cash apps, gifts, anything that you guys want to help us out with. Yes, we need it. (laughs) We are excited and we are uh, just looking forward, man, just to continue to grow together. Right, absolutely. Um, grow as a couple, grow as, uh, grow spiritually. Right, it's been a great journey. Yeah, it's been a great journey. So we believe that this podcast is not only going to help our listeners, but even help us grow. Right, absolutely. So, um, yeah, so thank you all. Today we're talking about um, it's in you. Mm-hmm. That's our topic, right. it's in you. Where we're really discussing the story of Gideon. That's our focus. And uh, we'll get more into it. So, baby, ready? I'm ready. Let's get it. Let's get it started. All right, everyone. So, as James has already said, our topic today is entitled, It's In You. And we're going to be talking about the story of Gideon, which is in Judges chapter 6 through 8. And one of the principles that we definitely want everybody to understand and walk away with as they're listening to our podcast is the principle of reading your Bible. Reading your Bible is foundational to your walk with God. And I know many of us in our age group or even those older or younger mm-hmm. um, struggle with reading the Bible. And a lot of times it may be because, you know, people don't feel like they have time to do it. People feel like they don't understand what's in right. the Bible Or they just simply feel like they don't need the Bible to have a relationship with God. But the Bible is filled with stories of people that God used in such incredible ways. Mm -hmm. It's filled with what God said then and what he's saying to us now. And it just filled with just um, information and understanding and knowledge about who God is. So Mm -hmm. if you desire to strengthen your relationship with God, you have to read your Bible. So when we have our podcast, we're going to always have some type of biblical reference, some type of biblical study, or scriptures to support whatever we're saying. Right. And we want you to follow along. So, you know, so we mentioned a chapter, we mentioned a verse. Hey, go read it for yourself. Go see what it say. You know, add, you, know you think on it. You add your thoughts to what we are seeing and you create your own uh, perception to and based off of the conversation we're having. Uh, we want you to be a part and we want you to be engaged uh, in this study with us. So this is a study that we're all doing together. Uh, so so today we're starting with Gideon uh, from Judges chapter 6 through chapter 8. So, uh, babe, so Sierra, tell us, you know. Uh, what you what you read? What you got? Okay, so just to give you guys a a, a, a brief background, mm-hmm. 
Sorry, I get to attach a brief background on the story of Gideon. So um, during the time of Gideon, um, the Israelites were being oppressed by the uh, Midianites due to their disobedience to God. So God pretty much took his hand off, allowed the enemies to advance them, to oppress them and so forth. And the people cried out to God like they've done in the past. God heard their cry. And because God is so graceful and so merciful, um, he decided to rescue them. Like he does so much for us and mm-hmm. has done in the past. Yes. So he calls on Gideon. So from the beginning, we can see that Gideon is kind of timid, kind of scared. He's yeah. in fear. So why would God call on somebody who's fearful? That's a good question. And then we continue to read the story. And then um, we discover you know, um, that Gideon has these issues. Um, God first calls him, you know, a mighty man of valor. You know, I'm choosing you to deliver my people. And Gideon's like, you know, I'm, why are you calling on me? My tribe or my clan is the, the least, um, out of all the ones here in Israel. And then I'm the least important out of my family. Mm. So, we see there that Gideon not only has fear, he has low self-esteem. He doesn't have any confidence in himself. And he's just wondering, like, God, why are you calling on me? So, you know, reading that, James, you know, what does that make you feel or see as we, you know, begin to read about Gideon? Um, you know, just kind of understanding that, you know, a lot of times we don't, uh, you know, you may not see in yourself what God sees in you. Right. And that's really what our topic comes from, uh, is about it's in you. Um, you know, a lot of times we don't see our own value. We don't see our own strength. We don't see who we are. Um, no, but God sees it. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, in this chapter, and in this, in this story, you know, we see it in particular with Gideon, where he's in a situation where he's been called to do something uh, you know, that really he doesn't see how can he how he can do it. Right. But it's funny because you no know, God sees that he can do it. Right. And that's really where our topic comes from is in you because you know, you don't see it. Mm-hmm. No, but God sees it. Right. Um it's in, in you know, verse fourteen of Judges six. I'm gonna read it real quick and I'm reading fifteen as well. Well I'll read sixteen as well. Uh it says, Then the Lord ordered him, Go with all your great strength and rescue Israel from the Midianites. I myself am sending you, getting your reply. But Lord, how can I rescue Israel? My clan is the weakest in the tribe of Manasseh. Something like that, right? right. And I am the <laughs> least important member of my family. The Lord answered, you can do it because I will help you. You will crush the Midianites as easily as if they were only one man. Mm. And I was reading it. I was like, man. So he don't see it in himself. Mm-hmm. But when God said in verse 14, go with all your great strength, I'm like, man, so you don't see it. Right. But God commanded him mm-hmm. and in his command, God told him who he was. Right. You know, and I think a lot of times, you know, we're God <clears throat> is calling us to do things or stretching us to do things. So we have dreams and visions mm-hmm. and things we want to do, you know, and I think that the fact that God laid it on our heart mm-hmm. is God saying, hey, you have the strength to do it. Mm hmm. That God doesn't give us things to do. God doesn't give us dreams and visions to do that we don't have the strength to do it. Mm-hmm. That the right. fact that he said, hey, go do it. Hey, go achieve this. Mm-hmm. While we may not say it in ourselves, I believe in that, you know, he is saying, hey, you have the strength. You know, so. That's good. You know, and, you know, so 
Yeah, so it's like, it's funny. Like, he didn't see it in himself, mm -hmm. but God seen it. And the fact that God gave him the command, the instruction, you know, it was, uh, it was then God saying, hey, you can do this. Right. And so God, pretty much when God gives you um, instructions or when he uh, calls you to something, he's not going to let you fail. No. Because we see it in verse 16 when he said, you can do it because I will help you. I will help so you. So it's, it's on God. And a lot of times we try to uh, think it's on us. We put so much stress and we put so much weight on us and we mm -hmm. focus on what I don't have and who I'm not and, and what I don't know right. instead of trusting and knowing that God is going to help you if he called you to do it. He knows that Gideon isn't the strongest person. He knows that Gideon isn't the most confident person, but that's when God gets the most glory by using people in situations that wouldn't even make sense to us in our humanistic ways exactly. of thinking. Exactly. And even, you know, we will read more on mm -hmm. in the chapter. Um, but God really, and a lot of times we see in the life, mm -hmm. God really wants to get the glory through right. our situations. Mm -hmm. You know, so even the biggest of challenges right. are really the easiest of things for God to do. Right. Um, because God wants to show himself mm -hmm. great. Right. And, right, you right. know, when it's big and when we can't do it, right. I feel like it's easier for God to do. You made a statement. You said a lot of times we, we say, like, hey, we can't do it. Mm -hmm. But that's what God wants. Mm -hmm. Because if it's something easy, right. we'll get involved. Right. You know, how many mm -hmm. times, you know, have we tried to get involved in what God has given us? Right. You know, I think a lot of times, you know, things work out the best. When you allow God just to be God. Yeah. You know, too. Yeah, you got to let God just be God. And so in this situation, I still feel like God is really telling Gideon, hey, let me be me. Yeah. I'm going to use you. Right. But let me be me. Exactly. You know, that's, that's like for our life, man. God yeah. said, hey, let me be me. Right. I'm going to use you. Right. But let me be me. Yeah, that's really good. I, I want to touch on that. But one thing I, I did see in the passage, too, mm -hmm. that um really stuck out to me was kind of what you talked on, too, how God kind of spoken to him, like who God saw him as and not who Gideon was. So mm -hmm. a lot of times God will speak something to us right. that's not our current reality. Yeah. So God may tell, God may, God was telling me at one point, you know, I'm going to be a wife one day, yeah. but my reality was I was single. I didn't have anybody. I was um, interested in different things like that. Or in ministry, you know, God called you to ministry, um, but you're, you don't have the training or you don't feel like you are um, equipped or just different things like that. You know, sometimes God calls you to things that are not your current reality That's good. and you still have to trust in who he said you are, even when it doesn't look like it at that present moment. And I thought that was good because... You know, God telling Gideon, you know, go with all your strength and just these different things. And, you know, that kind of gives you confidence to know that God is saying this stuff about you, even though that's not who I am at the present moment. I got to believe and trust in who God says I am. Yeah. And when I believe and trust in who God says I am, then I start to conform to what he says. I start to carry myself different. I start to believe mm -hmm. in it. And I start to walk in it. Right. So. Yeah, man, we got to listen to God and hear what he's saying about our lives. No, that's good. That's real good. You know, now I think that's like the foundations of faith. Mm -hmm. For real, you know, the foundations of faith is, you know, 
it's not my present reality. Yes. But God, you said it. Yes. And so I may not see it, mm-hmm. but you said it. You said it. And, you know, faith is really, you know, having the trust to believe. Mm-hmm. God, if you said it. Right. Um, I may not see it. Mm-hmm. I may not see how. Uh, but I trust it. Right. I trust you to do it. Right. You know, and you made a statement about no us conforming ourselves mm-hmm. uh, to what God said. And so, yeah, you know, God speaks it. And in faith as we, you know, and, and I think it's tough, though. It, it is, is tough. It's it, it really it is tough. It's easier. It's so easy to say, yeah. man, you know, God said it, I'm going to do it. But, you know, a lot of times making those adjustments yeah. to, okay, God, you said it, but I don't see it. Right. Making those adjustments, making that decision to do it. But I'll tell you this, though, um, babe, I've discovered that when you do it mm-hmm. and when you make the adjustments mm-hmm. and as you make the adjustments, that's when God is able to then show himself. Right. I think a lot of times people are discouraged. Man, I don't I don't know how God can do it. It's because we haven't tried it yet. That's good. That's really good. You no, know, we haven't tried it. And we got to give God room mm-hmm. to, to, to prove himself. Mm-hmm. Because if we got our hand in a pot. How can God really prove himself? That's really good. God can't prove himself if we always in the midst trying to control mm-hmm. or whatever that it is. Right. You know, so. That's really good, babe. Yeah, give God time to give God room to, uh, you know, show that, hey, I got this. Right. Show that, hey, I'm in control. Right. You know. Very true. So we in this situation, yeah, and I, I'm going to continue. Mm-hmm. I found it funny. So, so, so Gideon is like, okay, Lord, well, uh, if you're pleased with me, give me some proof that you are really the right. Lord. Right. God, if, if if you saying this to me mm-hmm. in synopsis, if you are saying this to me, uh, prove it. Right. I need some evidence. Mm-hmm. I need some evidence. And do you think that's wrong for people to do? Like some people be like, oh, you're not supposed to question God and all this stuff like that. But I feel like you, you can, que- I mean, we see it through scripture all the time. People question God. It's, I don't think there's anything wrong with questioning him. Like, God, if you telling me to do this, show me. Or God, you know, why did this happen? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's wrong with questioning but you know, doubting him or blaming him—that's different right. than questioning. Right. Is is you? You know, uh, giving for me. I, I feel you know at times as believers, you know, is you giving God the room, the space to uh, you know, to prove Himself. Mm-hmm. You know, so hey, God, man, I, I I really don't see it. Right. You know, I think He was being honest with God. Right. I think He was being honest. Like God, I don't see what you say. Mm-hmm. I don't see what you're saying. So if this is really you, I need you to prove yourself. Right. I need you to prove. I'd have had to do it before. I was like, Lord, look at him now. You talking? (laughs) You talking? So I don't know what you're talking about, Lord. I need you to show me. I need you to show me. Like you saying this. Yeah. But okay, I need you to like show Mm -hmm. me for real. Right. So so I, I think that's what he was doing. He was like, okay, you saying this, but I need you to show me. Right. Uh, so he went through different things, asking the Lord to, to do different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was some of the things? I think he said something about. Um, so the uh, he asked the angel of the Lord to stay while he got a sacrifice. He came back with the food and everything. The angel um, set it on fire. So yeah. he proved it that way. And it was something else with um, do. Yeah. Y'all have to, y'all yeah. have to read it. Yeah, it was, it, was like in, it was like in verse 37. Yeah. He said... Um, well, I am oh, putting some wool on the ground, yeah, the but we will yeah. thresh the wheat. If in the morning there is dew only on the wool, but not on the ground, then I would know that you are going to use me to mm-hmm. rescue Israel. Mm-hmm. 
And that's exactly what happened. In verse 38, it says, that is exactly what happened. When Gideon got up early the next morning, he squeezed the wool and wrung enough dew out of it to fill a bowl with water. So now I want to pause right here. I want to pause right here because okay. I've seen something. Oh, I've seen something. Okay, okay, preach. Oh, yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> I've seen something, though, right? Mm-hmm. So he asked him that. Mm-hmm. Verse 38 said, that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Right, okay, cool. So... So 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 is that it? Like God just proved himself to you. Mm-hmm. You know, like God just proved himself said that the Gideon said to God, watch this, don't be angry with me. Don't be angry with me. Yeah. Let me speak just once more. Mm-hmm. Please watch this. Let me make one more test with the wool. Mm-hmm. This time let the wool be dry and the ground wet. Yeah. So it's so funny. It's so funny. He's like, Okay, God, I need you to prove to me that you are really talking. God proved it to him. Yeah. Now he's like, okay, God, okay, God, one more time, one more time. And we do that all the time, though. Don't we? we do that all the time. Like, okay, God, I need you to send me a sign. You done sent by three, four, five, three, four, <laughs> six, seven signs. Right. Like, okay, God, send me one more sign. Send me one more sign. Mm-hmm. I think at one point, we got to listen and pay attention mm-hmm. to the signs. That's good, man. No, we got to pay attention to the That's signs. Good. God has already shown you, mm-hmm. He's already proven it to you. Mm-hmm. You've seen signs, you've seen. Uh, confirmation. We right. had your confirmation. Mm-hmm. We want our confirmation. God has already given you confirmation. Right. So we got to stop, you know. So I think at one point, yeah, okay, Gideon, yeah, you're unsure. Yeah. And yeah, getting you want God to prove it to you. Mm-hmm. But at what point do we transition? Okay, God, I need you to prove to me this. Yeah. To say, okay, God, you've proven it to me. Now let me have the courage yeah. to begin to move. And so, you know, he like, so he asked him again, God, do it. Can you, can you do this for me? Can you do this for me? You know, and it says in verse 40, mm-hmm. that night, God did that very thing. Mm-hmm. The next morning, the wool was dry, but the ground was wet with dew. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think from that point, you know, we, then as we kind of flip to Judges 7, you know, um, Gideon, I guess now he gets the picture. Mm-hmm. That God is okay. I've done He's it. Proven himself. I've shown you. I've proven yourself. Mm-hmm. And now he jumps into action. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think, y'all, that's where we, as young as young people, that's where we as you know, believers in general, and even you know, just us living life, you know, man, when God proves himself to you, when God shows himself, it's time to move. Yeah, that's good. It's time to move. That's I think good. a lot of people are stuck there. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are stuck in the, man, I need confirmation. Mm-hmm. God's already given you confirmation. Right. He's giving you confirmation. Right. Now, you have to stop being scared. Right. You know, and, and I want to ask you this question, you know, and I, just, I think I just said one of being scared, but what are some reasons that you think we do that? Is it fear strictly or is it, you know, the just the doubt? You're talking about why we question? Why, why, why we question we, or why, be, why are we oh, so hesitant? Hesitant. Yeah, oh, why, yeah. why are people so hesitant? Yeah, yeah. The, like you said, the fear, fear of failure, um, lack of trusting in God, because yeah. if you really trust in God, then you aren't afraid to fail because even you you begin to understand that even times that may be seemingly like failure is still an opportunity to learn and mm-hmm. uh, grow and develop. Um, and people just some people are just comfortable, you know, doing what God called you to do is uncomfortable mm-hmm. at times. It stretches you. It you know you you have to become someone that you may not have been used to before you have to um you know go places you never gone do things you never have done and it could be scary a lot of times god god could take you 
amongst people, take you in rooms, take you to platforms, just different things that you've never been and you've never been exposed to. And when you get in those situations, sometimes you can feel like, man, I'm inadequate. Why am I here? You know, you really have to trust in God and just remember who he called and created you to be because it it is a lot. I ain't gonna lie. It's a lot. But, you know, once you begin to walk with God, you begin to obey him step by step. You start seeing the victories. You start seeing him using you. You start seeing, you know, him doing these incredible, extraordinary things through you. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the first step, like you said, is just once you get that confirmation, obey and walk in it and watch God do exactly what he said he was going to do. But fear is such a, a major thing that holds a lot of us back. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you said something, you know, you know a lot of times God, when we accept the challenge, God mm-hmm. does things in us mm-hmm. that is uncomfortable. Yes, that is not what we're used to. Mm-hmm. And you know, one thing that came to me when you said it, said that is, and we have to learn to be open. Yeah, you got to be open to what God is going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that goes back to what we said earlier. Um, we cannot want to be in control. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to let God be in control. You got to be open to God doing whatever he want to do. Right. Even if, you know, your input is not um, included. Mm, yeah. Even if okay. your sense, your idea, your vision is not included in it. Yeah. And that's, that's real good. uncomfortable. Yeah. Because you, know? you can have your whole little plan. Whole and life plan. You know, wrote it out. Your God like, okay, we're going to throw this in the garbage. Yeah, and we're going to do what do I said. Because <laughs> if you do that, then this is going to happen. Right. You know, so let me do me. Yeah. And once again, no, let me do me. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to use you. That's you good. You know, and it is. So, and I, can, I think that kind of ties into uh, you know, what we see in this next chapter in Judges. Judges 7. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to read this. So, you know, I want to kind of read scripture cause I kind of want everyone to follow along, you know, and, and kind of understand it. So All right, you're such a preacher, aren't you? Yeah. Read the scripture, man. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Well, I'll just give you the overview then. Okay. Go ahead. Go okay. Go ahead. So the, so in this next part, in this next part, because she wanted to read the scripture to y'all. I mean, no, y'all. Y'all, gotta, y'all, y'all gotta read it just. Yeah, y'all know it's long now. We just yeah, just get an overview, babe, because yeah, it's yeah, it's kind of long to get a little. Okay, bit. well, y'all gotta read it yourself. But it's a, so it's in Judges seven. Right. So once you get time to kind of read, turn to Judges seven, and in Judges seven, you know, um, Gideon is now um, it's kind of now near the Midian, uh, Midianite camp. And so the Lord uh, told him, you know, okay, okay, so now it's time to do what I told you to do. Mm-hmm. But here's the here's the, here's the catch. I want you I want you to do what I told you to do, but I'm now I'm need to cut um, away some of your people. Mm. Um, he's he's getting ready to go to battle. Oh Lord, now this right. this this is I'm sorry, this chapter is real good. It Keep was going. it was. He's he's getting ready to go to battle, right? Mm. But God's like, okay, yeah, it's time to go to battle, but I'm going to have to cut away some of your people. Mm, 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 mm. And, and here's the reason why he told them that. He said, because they might think that they had won by themselves yes. and give me no credit. So how many times, you know, does God have to, you know, strip things away, mm-hmm. strip people away? Yeah. Um, because, you know, God says, hey. I want you to. I want you to understand that it was me. Right. And I think a lot of times, you know, when, when we accept the call of God, mm-hmm. when we accept the the challenge that God gave us, uh, you know, that sometimes God has to strip people 
and things away. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times, and that's super uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. That's super uncomfortable. But a lot of times, the reason God does that is because, oh, number one, sometimes some people aren't just good for where you're going. Mm -hmm. But in this um, verse in particular, you know, kind of in our lives, we see that sometimes God hey, says, hey, I need to show you that it's me. Yeah. Because too many times we may give other people credit for what God is doing. Mm -hmm. You know, so sometimes God has to um, do what he says. And, you know, so he's saying, hey, listen, so we're going to cut back, you know, from from the mount that you have, um, you know, and I want to send you uh, into battle. But we're going to cut away, you know, your, he cut away about thousands of people, mm -hmm. thousands of people. And I right. think he said it was, let me go to um, 20, it was like 20,000 men they sent away. The first, 22,000 yeah, 22. 22, they sent back, 10,000 stayed. So 10,000 was still a, an okay number. Gideon could have still felt confident with 10,000 men. Mm -hmm. But then God step, tells him to separate the men and to see who laps up the water. And the, the ones who lap up the water, they stay. And it was only 300 men left. 300. 300 compared to the Thousands. over, yeah, the over 20-something thousand, maybe 30,000, we don't know, that you had before that could have really uh, been a match That's for, a right, for this Midianite army. Mm -hmm. So, you know, with seeing that, it just shows like God will sometimes put you in a deficit mm. to really show his ability, his strength, you know, in certain situations. Because like you said, he doesn't want anybody else to get the credit or the glory but him. Because God knows how us humans are. We see it throughout the whole Bible, especially with Israelites. They right. start feeling themselves. They 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 forget all that God done did and, yeah. you know, start doing their own thing. And I think we can do that sometimes, too, when we start thinking that we uh, are getting our own victories, that we're, you know, so smart, we're so talented, we have this and we have that, and we forget about what God has done. Yeah. So sometimes he will allow us to be in situations that, you know, we don't understand how we're going to win. We don't understand how we're going to do it. And we really have to rely on God to get it done. Yeah. So we see that in, in, in Gideon. Um, and so he goes with 300 men. You guys must think in Yaka read it in chapter 7. He goes with 300 men and he defeats the tribe of the Midianites. And it's in this chapter. I think it was like... It was like a, they had a they had over twenty some thousand men. I want to say it was like a hundred and twenty thousand. That might be in chapter eight. Yep, chapter eight. Um, it says the whole army of the desert tribesmen only about fifteen thousand were left. One hundred and twenty soldiers had been killed. Mm -hmm. um, excuse me, one hundred and twenty thousand soldiers wow. had been killed. So they defeated right. Man, right. That's that's what's up. Yeah, and you preached a sermon one time, um, entitled "When the odds are against you." Yeah. You know, it's what what you say when the odds are against you. Just remember, God is for you. Something like that. But yeah. you talked about the odds being against you. The odds were against them, mm -hmm. and God set it up that way. Wow, that's that's good the, stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's good stuff. Mm -hmm. God set it up that way. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times, you know, God, like you say, God sets up different situations. Mm -hmm. You know, and so our topic, you know, is it's in you. And so basically, I think what we're saying, you know, as an overall overpoint, you know, it's in you, but it's in you, you know, through God. Right. That's you good. know, it's in you. So, so basically it's in you. Yeah. But it's nothing to do with me mm -hmm. in the in situation. Mm -hmm. in, in, you know, as overall, it's really all about God. Mm -hmm. 
you know, so that's real good. So, you know, like you say, God, you know, like put them in a deficit, mm-hmm. you know, and it was, it really wasn't their strength because they lost thousands of people mm-hmm. and you, they, def- and they defeated thousands mm-hmm. with only a few hundred. Right. You know, so sometimes, you know, God's strength is in like you found, find God's strength in your deficit. Right. You know, that's for your situation. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. Yeah. Scripture. It comes comes to light here. Amen. It's real good. So, uh, Sierra, so tell, you know, maybe some people listening, you know, kind of so tell me or tell us what's a Gideon moment for you? Have you ever experienced, you know, something similar to what Gideon is experiencing here? Mm-hmm. What's, your, what's something that you may have, you know, could connect with that could help somebody? Oh, yeah. Um, definitely since beginning my walk with God, like really walking with God is like continually being called to do things that mm-hmm. I, that are beyond me. Just, you know, initially just walking in, in ministry, period. Like I had a desire to help people and to share, you know, my testimony or whatever the case may be. But just the things that he calls me to do in leadership, you know, writing a book in my churches, different things that you know, I didn't grow up, you know, my mom was a Christian. She took us to church, but I didn't grow up with, you know, like knowing how to do this stuff. I didn't grow up with nobody showing me how to do this stuff. I didn't grow up, you know, in a house full of preachers and pastors. You know what I'm saying? I didn't yeah. grow up with that type of stuff. So it's like, God, you calling me to do these things in ministry, and I have no idea how to do this stuff. Like, mm. I really had to depend on God, like... Because it, if you depend on yourself, you can definitely you go go to a place of negative thinking or you know just feeling um, so um, self conscious and just different things like that. But I just have to remember and be confident in God of who He called me to be. Yeah, I may not know the most. Yeah, I may not have the most, or whatever the case may be. But God is going to make up for it, and mm-hmm. you know He's going to get the glory through it. And through Him getting the glory, He's going to bless me too. So yeah. you know, I just look at it that way but yeah plenty of Gideon moments still have Gideon moments and I believe that you know as we walk this life with Christ and you know if you're somebody who um you know really allows God to use you you're gonna have Gideon moments like Mm -hmm. you're just going to and that's why your um faith and your trust in God has to be uh foundational it has to be strong because god is going to call you to do things that are beyond your capacity he's going to call you to do things in front of people who you know have seen you you know at low points or or know what you struggle with or know what you're not capable of doing Mm -hmm. and he's going to do things through you to prove them wrong and to you know show them you know that god did it and you know that's going to increase their faith and you know it's just all a part of getting god glory and he blesses you through the process, which is such an incredible thing. Right. Real talk. That's so good. what about you, babe? You had any Gideon? I'm sorry. Y'all be calling him babe all the time. But it, James, do <laughs> <laughs> you have any uh, Gideon moments? Um, uh, I know for, for sure, definitely me answering my call to ministry. But you kind of mentioned the ministry um, aspects. I'm going to uh, mention from, you know, a different aspect. Um, you know, um, just making it for uh, for us, for example, uh, making the decision to propose. I think initially, you know, you know, I, I kind of 
was in a place where I was like, man, God, uh, I know she's the one. I know um, that she's my wife. But God, am I am, am I ready? Am I in a good position to manage a household? And am I am I in a good position to to be a husband? Mm-hmm. You know, so I was kind of like getting like, man, like can I do this? Right. You know, and you know, and the fact that you know God sent me you when He did, mm-hmm. and the fact that God laid it on my heart uh, when He did to do it, um, I believe then was God telling me, hey, you are able to do it. Right. That hey, you do have the strength to do it. You know, and so I remember, you know, kind of once God gave me that that peace, and then He began to, you know, give me the burden mm-hmm. to do it. You know, I'm kind of like, okay, God, all right, all right, Lord, show me a sign. Can I get him, Lord, show me a sign. Like, make sure it's <laughs> really? time. Really, you can't tell me about all this. Okay, I, I, this I, out of the box. I can't. I can't tell you. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, it's, it's between me and God. Oh, okay. Like God, show me a sign. You know, it kind of, God kind of just landed on my heart. He kind of just repeatedly laid mm-hmm. it on my heart. Kind of sent people, you know, kind of just encouraging me and, and mm-hmm. let me know, hey. You know, hey man, don't worry about that. Don't worry about this. Don't worry about this. God going to take care of all this. Right. And so I made the decision to do it. Um, just a quick testimony. I remember at the time, you know, I was working a certain job. wasn't making, um, you know, the amount I felt, you know, as a husband I should be making. Right. Um, you know, to take care of a household. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but I proposed. Mm-hmm. I, I went with it because I felt like God was saying do it. And that it was the right time, so I did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, went through with it. Um, you know, you say yes, woo. Right. You know, <laughs> it was <laughs> and, such a hard know, decision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it would be kind of like, man, I'm like, okay, I got, I did it, but I'm still in the same situation. Right. I'm kind of like, you know, I see myself going, like you say, in the deficit. Right. You know, I see myself that like, man, I don't have. Oh, this is gonna be tough. Mm-hmm. But God, you said it. I trust you. Right. Uh, months later, you know. Um, apply for this job, mm-hmm. got the job, and now with the job I have now, I believe you know what I'm making now and what I will be making, you know, uh, the next uh, upcoming years, you know, as, with raises or whatever, it will be you know a good amount right. to be able to help provide for my right, family. Exactly. Let you me know. get my shout in real quick. <laughs> Go ahead, get your shout in. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so you know, God, I was like, man, I was like Gideon, like I didn't see the strength in myself, right. but God said, did it, do it. And when I did it, God came through. He did. Amen. You know? Ooh, so, that's yeah. good, man. So, I've I been there before, man. I've been there mm-hmm. before, and I've seen God, you know, myself mm-hmm. do it and change it. So, right. man, God is good. So, y'all who are listening, we would just want to tell you, do it. Do it. Just do it. Just do just it. begin. It's in you. It's in you to do it. Because God got you. God got you. Like, it really, if you just depend on God, I know it may not look like it, it may not make sense. But if you give God a try, like he will blow your mind. So, no, just do it. All right, everyone. We thank you guys so much for joining us for our first episode of Faith Talk Podcast. Yes. We pray and believe that today um, encouraged you yeah. to, to believe what's in you. And um, so we're going to have a faith moment. And faith moment is a segment that we're going to have in each podcast where we encourage, where we empower, and where we just speak into you so that you can walk confidently in everything God called you to do. And today, James is going to lead us in in that segment. And then we're going to have a closing prayer where we just seal everything that God has spoke and has done during our time with this podcast. And then we're going to do a salvation prayer as well, because we want to make sure that if anyone's listening and is not saved, we want to give them an opportunity to have a relationship and accept their their relationship with Jesus Christ. Yeah. So we definitely want don't want to ever leave that out. 
So let's get ready for this faith moment. Amen. So, um, so we just want to, um, you know, you to understand that, you know, as an overview of what we said today, that it's in you, that whatever it is, that whatever God has been uh, saying to you, that whatever God has been speaking to you, you know, the different dreams and desires that you have inside of you, that, you know, that you have to have the courage to go after it, that you have to have the courage to pursue it. You know, a lot of times, you know, God calls us to things and, you know, positions us to do things, you know, and we don't see it in ourselves. But, you know, let me tell you that it is not on you, but it's in you. Um, that it's not on you to do it. That it's not on you to get it done, but it's in you. You are able to do it. You are able to get it done. That we have to learn to trust in God. That allow God to prove himself through us. That once we begin, um, that God will answer it. Um, I, I preached a sermon um, a couple months ago entitled uh, Living Beyond the Boat. And I talked about Peter. Uh, when Peter walked on water, when Jesus came uh, to him. And, you know, and Peter asked him, Lord, if it is you, call me onto the water. He wanted Jesus to prove himself to him. He said, Lord, if it's you. And I think a lot of times, you know, we have to take risk, you know, for God to prove himself to us. So I want to encourage you all to take the risk to allow God to prove himself. And that when you take the risk, God would never disappoint you. That God will always be there for you. That God will prove himself to you. He will blow your mind and he will leave you fulfilled. So today, understand that it's not on you, but it is in you. And that you have to take the risk. And I promise you that God will not let you down. For those of you that are not saved or are not confident in your salvation, this is an opportunity for you to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. So if you desire to be saved or if you're not clear on your salvation, I'm just asking that you will repeat after me and you will be saved. It's easy. It's just as easy as this. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I am a sinner that needs to be saved. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sins. I believe that you raised him up in three days. And because of his death and resurrection, I'm saved. I desire for you to deliver me, to heal me, and to rule over my life. Have your way in my life, God. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. And it's as simple as that. You confess Jesus Christ, you believe that he lived, died, and was resurrected for your sins, and you're saved. And we are so excited and so thankful for those who prayed that prayer with us today and are now saved and now a part of the family of God. So we welcome you guys to this awesome and incredible life that you're going to have through Jesus Christ. And we just want to go ahead and seal this uh, whole episode in prayer. 
So, Father, we come before you, God, just saying thank you. Thank you for this time and opportunity, God. Thank you for what you did on this podcast, God. We thank you for those who have listened, those who are impacted and empowered, God. We thank you, Lord God, for calling us, God, even when we have been Gideon, God. We thank you, God, for seeing us for who we are, God in you, God. We thank you for calling us to do so many extraordinary and incredible things, God, even when it's beyond us. We thank you for being a God of strength, a God of uh, wisdom, a God that gives us everything that we need, God, to do what you've called us to do. Father, we ask that you forgive us for our sins, everything that we've said, did, or done, God, that was dishonorable or displeasing to you. Father, we ask that everyone that's listening to us on this podcast, God, that desires, God, to be changed, God, that you change them, God, that you help them mature in their walk with you, Lord, God, that you purify hearts and that you renew mindsets right now, God, in the name of Jesus, God. And we pray that all the Gideons who are listening, God, that may have fear, may have doubt, God, may have questions, God, that you answer every question, God, that you confirm, God, everything that you're speaking to them, God, and that you're showing them, God, and that you give them the the courage, God, to walk out, God, who and what you've called them to do and what you've called them to be, Father. So we come against fear. We come against doubt, God. We come against anything that the enemy would try to do, God, anything that ourselves, God, just our thoughts, God, would try to do to come against, God, who you've called to create us to be, God. I declare, God, that everyone will walk in, God, what you've called them to walk in. Everyone will possess everything that you called them to, to possess, God. Everyone will live the extraordinary lives that you've called us to live, God. We thank you, God. We love you, God. Bless everyone on this week. Cover them, God. Bring forth every Gideon that's listening, God. And help them, God, to understand that even with 300, they can beat the thousands. God, we thank you and we love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Wow. So that was our first episode. So we want to thank each of you for tuning in, for taking a moment to listen to us. We pray that y'all were impacted. Yes. So follow us on social media, uh, you know, Instagram, uh, me at JCTarot904. And me at Sierra, C-I-E-R-R-A, Cummings, underscore on Instagram. And you can find me on Facebook, same first and last name. Yep, James Terrell on Facebook as well. You can email us for questions. What's the email? Faith Talk Podcast? It's actually, yeah, you can email us questions, topics, testimony, prayer requests, anything that you guys desire to talk about. Email us at realfaithtalkpodcast at gmail.com. We want to hear from you guys. Realfaithtalkpodcast at gmail.com. So thank y'all for listening, and we look forward to talking to you soon. Love y'all. Be blessed. Love y'all. Be blessed.